We now return you to regular programming. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am your host, Nate, joined almost as always by Tony. Thanks for everybody listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're at. Make sure you hit the subscribe and like, leave a comment or review, anything like that. Tony, how's it going? It is the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, the emperor of the Taco Court Fantasy Football League called, and I answered. I'm doing good. Uh, excited for Thanksgiving. Our buddy Matt Kendall's hosting us tomorrow. He's cooking literally everything. So mm-hmm. just going to bring some booze, some stuff for the kids. And yeah, we're going to have a good time. I'm excited. Happy to be on again. How did you feel about when he said, hey, why don't you guys come over around two, two o'clock in the afternoon? You know, we'll, we'll catch the two thirty game, eat around four something like that. What did what was your initial thoughts when he sent that text? Commitment and a lack of commitment mm-hmm. on Matt's part. Mm-hmm. My family, when we used to do Thanksgiving, someone would wake up at like three in the morning to start cooking the turkeys. So Matt, you got to work on, thank you for the invite, but you got to set the alarm for a little bit earlier, buddy. This is why we don't have white people as friends, Tony. Like you're going to eat it somewhere in the afternoon, late afternoon, early evening, kind of in the mid time of when dinner is supposed to be. And then they're going to be like, you know, what? why don't you come over for the second game of football? No, like yeah. not a, hey, why don't you guys come over at, you know, 1030. We'll pound a couple brewskis real quick. Get ready for 11 o'clock. Stay warm. It's going to be windy out. Let's watch some football. See if we can finish cooking food. Like that's what it's about. This is America. This is not, I don't know. I'm going to say something that's going to get us banned from YouTube. So anyways, uh, this is a fan- uh, podcast revolved around the 12 members of our fantasy football league. That's how it all started. And we kind of just branched out. We talk about sports. We don't talk about sports. And we try to um, push some boundaries with ourselves a little bit on what we can get each other to say. Uh, we'll go over the same topics, top of mind. We'll ask each other a question in our segment we call manager on manager. We'll hit some NFL news and notes. We will do a draft because we are Fantasy Football League and we love drafting. We'll finish out with Rants and Raves and leave you with a banger of the week for Thanksgiving. Tony, top of mind. Being thankful for the little things. Health for myself, my family, Mm -hmm. thankful for those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, The roof over our heads, thankful for that. The food on our table, thankful for that. And just just the stuff that kind of gets taken for granted, maybe on the day-to-day, right? Definitely grateful for, for where I'm at, just... I don't know, reflecting on kind of the past few years, trajectory's kind of been uh, pointed north. So, booming like yeah. Antonio Brown's brand, booming. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, for the people who are only listening on audio, uh, the what you missed was the entire time when Tony's talked about the little things he was looking down. I don't know. I couldn't get any eye contact. Uh, couldn't <laughs> couldn't tell you what's going on there. So, uh, oh, we just got a YouTube comment right now. Uh, we can we could talk about that right now. Someone, com- you guys don't know football from him apparently. So <laughs> I don't know what video that's on, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, top of mind for me, um, we started posting on YouTube pretty heavily and all the socials for short form video and you know all this kind of stuff this last week, and uh, we did pretty well. Tony, you did some of the edits, the majority of the edits. Uh, we got a lot of feedback on your edits. Uh, some, someone I got a I got a question uh, actually emailed to me on a personal email. I don't know how they got my personal email or anything like that. It was from a a Darren's ton. 
uh, asked if you were colorblind because when editing video and you look at the audio waveforms, it shows you in colors when you're peeking. Because a lot of our comments were, ah, my ears. And, oh my gosh, what a shitty mic. Oh, Dollar Tree microphone. And as you can hear right now, it's not a Dollar Tree microphone. It is definitely an Amazon and I got a coupon and everything like that. Maybe someone mm -hmm. sent me a gift card microphone, but it is not from the Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree probably would have been better than what people heard. But hey, Tony, they got us engagement. Those are our most watched videos whatsoever. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so uh, thank you. But are you colorblind? Uh, I just want to know. I just want you to know that my audio was fine. Like there's nothing wrong with my. It was great. So no, yeah. I spent a little extra time um, just refining the tracks, making sure you know it was compressed nice and tight. There weren't too many peaks and valleys. It's on point. Tony's Tony's audio was on point. I wrote them back to say, hey, you know, maybe I was sabotaged in that, you know, because <laughs> I I host the uh, number one fantasy football league podcast on YouTube in India. We are huge in India. You know, there are 1.3 billion people in India, Tony. Like that's honestly a demographic you need to target. You could have Poland. I will all of, take all India. All am amateur podcasters out there target target India. India. Yeah, we yeah. might translate ourselves into hindi or something like that you know yeah. i'm a big fan of the jungle book so thankful wanna, for the jungle book you want to talk cricket <clears throat> top five, overrated underrated overrated, overrated, underrated. underrated. <laughs> <laughs> anyways hey some of the demographics because you don't see this stuff right and youtube analytics are ph phenomenal right so over the weekend this is just over the weekend from what friday until sunday essentially or today right wednesday because this all accumulates um 18.7 thousand views across all videos on a weekend, 64.3 hours of watch time, and we gained seven subs. We gained seven subscribers without marketing it across any other platform except for wow. the same type of short forms in the short form areas. Like, I don't share the YouTube to my personal, so there's not like family, friend stuff. I just want to kind of grow it organically or whatever like that, right? See and learn and stuff like that from it, but... But yeah, seven subs we gained. Uh, so we are over the double digit mark in subscribers, 64 hours of watch time and 18.7 thousand views over the weekend. So thanks to everybody that is doing that, engaging with it. Be sure to subscribe so that you get that stuff all the time. Um, another thing uh, coming out, I guess you'd say top of mind is the gratitude piece. I was just having a talk with the girls downstairs about, you know, hey, what what thanksgiving's about or what what we tend to want to think about right a time for reflection or whatever like that and so we we're talking you know say yo you know tell me three things that you're thankful for and we're like three so i was like okay well, give me two right and i was surprised because i did it separately with them so like they didn't hear each other's answers yeah and both of them said we have a house and we have food and i was like oh hell yeah like I'm going to go cry and I need to wash my face before I get on this podcast because people are going to see it on YouTube. So um, that made me feel pretty good. But yeah, same kind of things for me. Right? I was bringing up friends. You know, Nick got me the job when I moved out here. I didn't have a job. You guys helped me, you know, when I didn't have shit too. So um, that and then them as well. Teach me a lot of patience. Uh, you know, you're doing parenting by yourself and stuff like that. It's easy to blow up and take out your frustrations on people who are just basically sponges to soak it up or whatever like that and they're not going to do anything it's like an intimidation thing so they teach me a lot of that kind of stuff and i've noticed myself get a lot better with that from where i was four three you know even two and a half years ago or whatever like that five years ago so uh super thankful 
for that. Not thankful for not being invited until 2 o'clock on a Thanksgiving Sunday when the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, are playing the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Two home games in one. Let's move on to manager on manager. So, Tony, right now, I got to ask you, because I was at work the other day, and you get a you get a free one-hour preview on Fox Sports, right, if you stream in yeah. or whatever. So, you have to, at work, we got to turn the computer off, turn it back on, because it'll get you on a new VPN IP, and yep. then you can, you know, get your two hours. How invested are you in the proper football tournament happening right now in Doha? And by that, I mean the World Cup. This was a home away from home for both of us once upon a time, right? We're pretty close, too. We were there Um, right when they started building the infrastructure for all of it. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, no, there's no way these guys are getting the World Cup. This is a bunch (laughs) of malarkey. (laughs) And they got it. They got the money. Uh, I'll follow the U.S. because, you know, I'm patriotic. Um, I support the cause. But we've both been to Qatar, or Qatar, rather, as as any 40-year-old white male would call it. Uh, It's a third-world country. You know, their beliefs in all that they're kind of archaic right and the only reason they got the venue we all know it is because fifa is corrupt as all hell and it was all money through the back door so as soon as the u.s is eliminated and they will be eliminated they stink uh, i'm gonna be done watching it you're crazy the u.s is legit yeah they could even be wales man. come on right, they're not gonna has, beat england wales has the mls star <laughs> right your lafc <laughs> All of a sudden, you're an LAFC fan, just like you're all Negative. of a sudden a Rams fan. Galaxy. No, shit. You are a Galaxy fan? Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. I'm a Galaxy fan. We're going to go. Jones, talking... Back in the day, Landon Donovan. Come on. Yeah, Landon, Landon Donovan, David Beckham. Woo. That was my first uh, That was my first MLS game was the LA Galaxy playing the DC United at uh, the old RFK Stadium um, in the DC area. That DC had Freddie Adu at the time, who was supposed to be the next big star in the US, right? Um <laughs> But U.S. soccer's on the rise, man. They're good. They're good, good. And uh, they have the majority of the roster playing in the EPL mm-hmm. currently, right? Or Borussia Dortmund, one or the other, essentially, right? Big clubs in, in Europe. And uh, when they come to the Americas in four years, it is going to be complete domination of the United States of America. Yeah. There's nothing better than global combat. That's why we dominate continents. That's why we dominate the Olympics. That's why we wake up at 2.30 in the morning to have a kegger to watch the United States play Spain, who just apparently took over the number one spot in men's basketball as well. Interesting. But we are like, uh, yeah, that's what we are about here in this country. And I'm thankful for that because there is nowhere else on this planet that you can sit there and just be confident that when you hear an airplane above your head, you don't need to look up to verify there's not something falling on you or whose mm-hmm. planes it is, right? We've done that. And yeah. we dominate the global stage. Everybody wants to be us. Everybody wants to come here. This is more. I feel like it's just a young team. Maybe in four years they'll they'll have the experience, right? Yeah. And and they'll they'll blossom into something that has a, a shot at competing for the World Cup. But for now, like if they make the tournament, I'll be I'd be surprised. I'll be surprised they- if they make the tournament. They just have to outscore Wales against who's the other team in the bracket? Um, Iran, I think it is, mm-hmm. right? So they just have to outscore them there because they'll probably both lose to England. So for sure, yeah, you know, we just need a goal differential, which really stunk letting up that stupid PK. Like, fucking idiot! Why are you trying to make that move? Anyways, that's all I have for you for manager on manager. What do you got for me? Uh, what's a short term goal you're currently keyed in on? 
Ooh, short term. Short term or medium, just not a long term, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I haven't really thought about this too much. Uh, I guess the goal would be to be more consistent with video content and editing, right? And getting more structured in my day-to-day life. Uh, Sometimes I just get into the fuck, this is too much right now. And I got other things I need to do because I haven't done those things yet. Right. And I, I dwell on it. So really just getting back on into a rhythm of, you know, producing the content post-production and that kind of stuff. Uh, Cause that's what I want to do long-term as well. But that the consistency piece is, you know, I've taken off months from doing a podcast and stuff like that. And I've had a bunch of stuff go on in life too, but yep. um, yeah, this, like this whole coming up year thing is like consistency, consistency, consistency. Because I do believe in, you know, the growth aspect or whatever like that, or the people that we can reach and what we can make out of the thing. And all it really is is consistency. I heard somebody, I think he's a controversial guy, but, um, or people think he's controversial. But the, have you heard of this dude, Andrew Tate? I you were going to say Donald Trump. <clears throat> he's like, yeah, he's controversial. <laughs> no, this dude, uh, Andrew Tate. Yeah, I heard of him. Yeah, so he's on Full Send Podcast again. He said something, and it just made me think about it the other day. And it was, uh, nobody who's been consistent and done things over and over and over and over and committed over the long term has ever failed, right? You don't see a guy who eats right and goes to the gym and does the proper lifts and that kind of stuff not grow, right? So he's like, that's all it is, is you just have to keep going and 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 you'll get to where you want to get to. So he's like, otherwise it's an excuse. So that's, that's, I guess mine. Yeah. It made me really think about it over this last weekend when, you know, you sent me the stuff and I was doing some other things, building out thumbnails, learning different things of, you know, editing and stuff like that too. So yeah, you're pulling me in this uh, video creation or content creation stuff. Uh, on best. a small scale, like not the podcast, it's it's uh it's addicting. It's fun, dude. It's, it's like, fun to learn. I have those creative juices, some of them up there in my monkey brain. So like I get on Canva and like I'm like, oh, what can I do with this GIF? Yeah. Or, How can I resize this picture and this picture and this video of us? I don't know. I like it. It's fun. Your thing, dude. You just need to consume more. I know. I don't do that. Yeah. Because when you that. like you that, I feel like that ends up making me think of like okay write the letters across right and the wording because what catches my eyes and then okay what fonts right and it's like all right i look at the fonts and i'm like well that font catches my eye i'm watching mr beast that shit looks fun boom 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 look up what is what font does mr beast use right and it's like oh he uses bangers and then figure it out and it's like okay how do how can i do this or how can i gain more attention watching my kids watch i asked layla the other day i was sitting with her for like 20 minutes before i went to work she was watching youtube shorts and I was like, why'd you swipe that one and you stayed on this one? Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, and then I like, try to look at the videos because it's like, yo, what is she, what is catching her eyes and what what's mm-hmm. catching her attention? Because that's what it does to me. But maybe I don't realize it while I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I think what you get into those a little bit more then you're like, oh, OK, I want to do this or I want to do this. And that's where I find things. And then with the way the algorithms work, like you could see a whole nother side of those platforms than I do, right? Mm-hmm. Like Matt or Ter- Terrence sends me stuff from TikTok. I have no idea where the hell it came from. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is like a 7 million view uh, follower account. Like, I have no idea who this person is. Never heard of them, whatever, right? There's so many actors based off people's interests. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What's your short term? 
Uh, so losing some weight uh, ever since COVID uh, hit. What was where are we going? Like two years now, two and yep. a half years. Uh, I've been like ten to fifteen pounds heavy. Uh, just carrying it right around here. But got the dad bod going on, so uh, yep. busted out the uh, Fitbit about two weeks ago. So I've kept it under two thousand calories, aiming for like I don't know fifteen or sixteen hundred. So like it tracks your exercise, your sleep, all of that shit. And uh, yeah, if I want to you know indulge a little bit, I just I know all right, I got to burn you know five hundred, seven hundred fifty calories you know, to get that yeah. takeout meal or whatever, that dessert or something like that. So, so far, so good. Two weeks, already like a pound and a half, two pounds down. Let's so, go. But that's my goal, uh, trying to hit that. Uh, this is going to this is gonna run like right into the new year. So hopefully I get it done before then because like that crowd, that influx, you've heard me bitch about it on your podcast before. Yep. Like that crowd is such a turnoff for me in January when all the resolutioners. So I'm just getting it started early, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, you got everything in your garage. Just use that. Rest. There's just something else, something different about like being at a gym with other people grinding, right? Yeah. Motivational. Yeah. I guess too, if like your family's inside and then you're not working out with somebody else too. Like if you had someone, you know, that lived like a mile away, maybe eight tenths of a mile away, right? And then it's like, yo, we're fucking pumping iron at this time. Okay, boom, right? Like, because if they feel different when I, I'm just making a joke there, I probably won't go work out with you. How but, far away uh, from me uh, do you live? About eight tenths of a mile. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 17 minute 15 second walk at a decent pace listening to justin bieber uh noted yeah but uh and i went up i went to uh, trey's house once and we worked out or whatever like that and it was different than i think just being in there by yourself essentially yeah. right so kind of kind of cool but all right cool let's move on to news and notes so if you're new here we'll go over a quick league standings update so this podcast originated around just the 12 people and talking about our fantasy league and we've kind of morphed it but we're always going to keep our standings updated what's going on in our league so after 11 weeks we got five teams tony tied at the top seven and four it's a battle like i i i came back from 50 points down right with three players and he had connor on Monday night, get a victory, slide up in here. But I started thinking about it. I was like, man, if I was six and five right now, I'm sweating. But yeah, five players at seven and four. Pocket Dogs, two out to handle. Boner Jams, 03. Eskimo Brothers, and the Vinegar Strokes. That's me. One team at six and five with the last playoff spot. And that is the Murder Boners. Five and six on the fringe of the playoffs. Password is Taco. Probably the longest standing, you know, successful one two of the league sitting here at five and six this year. I shaved my balls for this in the Milford Academy. Four and seven, that's you, Tony Patriot. I mean, you're only two spots out, dog, of the playoffs. Like, you could sneak in there here in the next couple weeks. Highly unlikely, especially if you play me. My squad is legit. And then at three and eight, bringing up the rear, you got uh, IR three and eight, as in eight for Thanksgiving. And the three penis wine rounding out the bottom of the standings. So... We'll see where that goes next week. This week is going to be critical. It's kind of tough because you got Thursday games, Sunday games, man, Monday games. You got yeah. way more tilt to deal with, right? Like, we better win some money in gambling this Thanksgiving or else we're going to have a hard time over the weekend. For so. sure. All right. Uh, moving on to the NFL. Nick Sirianni stands on the bench and yells at what looks like Colts fans. And it pretty much turned out to be Colts fans after a 17 to 16 victory over Jeff Saturday, and he claims he was emotional due to his thoughts on Frank Wright firing. Give me your thoughts here. I think I heard the audio from the other side where he was like, that was for Frank Reich. That yeah. was for Frank Reich. 
What do you think about this whole situation? Uh, I saw it, thought long and hard about it, and I respect it. You know, if I ever get fired, um, you know, prematurely, as I, I believe Frank Reich did, I would want my former employees, the people who, you know, I, I was entrusted to lead, I would want them standing on the, you know, the benches, talking shit to the opposing team's fans, 100%. I love it. I love the move. Thanks. I love the move. It was the weakest little bitch move that I've seen this year in the NFL. This was worse than Zach Wilson sitting there saying, no. do you feel one Zach Wilson should not feel responsible to the defense, the defense, but he doesn't play defense. Did he let the defense down? No, they did their job. He does his job as quarterback. He let the offense down. He let himself down. He let his mother down. He let his friend's mother down who he's sleeping <laughs> with. Like, Oh, my nose is itchy too. Like, this is terrible. You're a fucking grown up, a head coach in the NFL, and you're talking about a guy who got fired because you used to work there. You came from that tree or whatever like that. The guy stunk. The last two years, what have we talked about? The Indianapolis Colts preseason. This is a team that can go and win the Super Bowl or compete for the Super Bowl. They suck. He got fired. And then you are complaining. He shouldn't have got fired. No, you're complaining because you had to come back from 14 points down to beat a team that you and is led by a coach who you don't think deserves the job who coaches better and gets people to, to play better than the guy that you're worried about mm -hmm. you're upset because you you should have won by two touchdowns but you couldn't because they fired your fucking homie that's what you're upset about oh yeah, yeah. If, if frank reich was still there they philly by 32 exactly it looks like the fucking <laughs> cowboys vikings so he was just that's what heated. he's upset about right I mean, Jesus Christ, like just fucking, you know, you talk about the professionalism of all this, 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 and all these people talk about it, right? Like, oh, Zach Wilson, this, 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 and then this is just like a pass. Yeah, we get it, man. They they fired a guy who, who was a coach and he's been a coach in the NFL. Well, sorry, man. Like we talk about it, in, you know, in our line of work or the line of work I was in, kind of still am. It's like these old heads don't fucking get it. When you get someone that's younger, it identifies more people, can motivate people. That's all that matters from that position. The other guy didn't do it. And they okay. won a game, and then they lost by one point to the best team in the NFL. And so you're shitting, shitting further, on the guy. To further contextualize uh, maybe some of the emotions going on, the GM who has been bringing in these washed quarterbacks, uh, Phillip Rivers, mm -hmm. Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, I think Jacoby Brissett probably counts because he was, you know, post Andrew Luck. But, you know, they're kind of short on time. But they paid him, right, for like, I think, two or three years. He's still there, right? Ballard, he's still there. He like, mm -hmm. What's he going to do this offseason? Bring in Derek Carr and probably still have a job, you know, two years down the road when they still don't do anything. So I, I think you just have to kind of think about all those things. So I, I agree. It's kind of kind of a messed up situation. You know, happy Matt, for Jeff, Jeff Saturday. Happy for Nick Sirianni that they got the win. Jim Irsay is one of probably the top five worst uh, owners in the NFL. He's up there with Snyder and Jerry Jones. Yeah. You know, if Matt Ryan wasn't benched that one week for Ellinger when he was able to play, right? He had that one week where he, he was out because he was hurt. The other week he could have played. And they're like, yeah, you're not going to play or whatever like that. If he would have played that week, he'd be like number five in the league in passing yards. Because when they benched him, he was like number six or something like that. Yeah. He was a top, like, passing quarterback. They were putting up the stuff. They just weren't getting it in the yeah. end zone, right? And I think you can understand that when teams get down to the goal line, i.e. the Denver Broncos, and you can't punch it in, it probably has something a little bit more to do with the coaching of a team than the players on the field, right?
Oh, anyways, that was chump. That was bitch shit. And I don't give a shit what Matt says. I might bring him on one time just to shit on him about the Eagles. He's he's literally scared. I mean, he's afraid of uh, a six and five team or six and four team or whatever like that right now, right? Like, I mean, he's terrified during the game. Oh, he's shit, not. He's, he's not going to like my overrated underrated call <laughs> here in a little bit. He is. He's devastated every time the Niners play. He's like, oh my. He's just texting me watching the Niners. Like, I don't even watch the Eagles. I don't know where about mm-hmm. that. But uh, yeah, and his both your guys' take on your guys' episode for this week's preview on the RPO is complete bullshit. So it's it's the weakest weakest take to ever have that. You're talking about the ineligible man downfield? Ineligible oh. man downfield because they're running RPO. Then don't run it because it's a fucking penalty. I get so mad because there's some plays in Madden where like if you throw to the guy in motion, you'll get called for it every time. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. such a good route. It's like this wheel route from a fast-ass receiver from the other side of the field. It's perfect. No one defends it. But like nine times out of ten, yellow flag, ineligible man downfield. So the same- my frustration is born out of the Madden calls. That's all. The same rule applies in the college game. Why do they get so many more calls in the NFL than they do in the college game? It's almost it's almost like kids kids that are younger uh, obey the rules. <coughs> I got fucking coughs, man. This is crazy. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't see Ohio State, who runs that play pretty much every single time, get a bunch of, you know, ineligible downfield calls or anything like that. So, yeah, well. Um, change the rule in the offseason and abide by it. It's crazy. Anyways, let's move on to overrated, underrated. So we started this last week. We got uh, the majority of our feedback on the socials, YouTube, Twitter, um, TikTok, and that kind of stuff uh, from this segment. So it seems like people like it. If you want to add some context, you can. If not, just say overrated, underrated. And this is the team edition. Overrated, underrated, San Francisco 49ers. Underrated. Overrated, underrated, Philadelphia Eagles. Overrated, Matt. Hey, man. Overrated, underrated. The Los Angeles Chargers. Overrated. Ooh, we're going to get back on that. Overrated, underrated. The Cincinnati Bengals. Underrated. Overrated, underrated. The Dallas Cowboys. Overrated. Okay. Uh, we got to touch on some of this. Okay. One, why the Chargers? I get the Niner one. I get the Eagle one. Why the Chargers? Overrated. They, they've been why are they overrated? Did. They stink. They, They've been honey-dicking us, the Chargers have, the last two years. At some point, we just have to say, no, nah, they're not They're not like a really good team. They're just in the mix with like decent NFL teams. They get Help. injured every year. The coaching's bad every year. Herbert could be the best quarterback in the league. Maybe. I don't know. He makes some incredible throws. But they underachieve year after year, no matter who they sign. Key injuries year after year. They have no depth. What, is, what does Tennessee do when they have all these key injuries? Yeah. They secure the number one seed in the AFC last year. They keep <laughs> winning this year. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have to say, okay, they're just overrated. Move yeah, on. Well, Staley's overrated. He was a good defensive coordinator for the Rams for one year, and then he got a shot as a head coach. Hasn't done anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I fell for him. I fell for him this year. Maybe not so much last year, but I thought they were going to take the division this year with all the changes, the moving pieces in Kansas City. So some frustration maybe from that. I did too, and they had they were basically a game out of the playoffs. Yep. Right. Last year. Yep. That game with the Raiders, right? How many? How many more games? Do they make the playoffs with Jeff Saturday as coach? The Colts. Yeah. Or the no, Chargers. The Chargers. <laughs> oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's almost like the, what about Frank Reich? 
Nah. Nah. The guy stinks. Who's his GM? If it's Ballard <laughs> and they don't bring in a 37-year-old quarterback, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Bengals, why do you say underrated? So they're second in the division right now. Like, I think they're losing to Tennessee this week. That game's in Tennessee. But Baltimore, so overrated. They can't mm-hmm. score points. They almost lost to Carolina. Did mm-hmm. you watch that game? It was 3-3 yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was terrible. There's, there's other... I had an over. I had an over 46. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking dead in like three minutes. I was like, oh, yeah. never mind. Just burn it. I don't even yeah. want to try to hedge. Andrews, you know, he's injured. Seems like he's coming back. I think he had like eight targets last week. But Bateman's out for the year. Uh, Duvernay's kind of up and down. Prochet's up and down. Like, I think Demarcus Robinson, mm-hmm. who has been yeah. their leading receiver the last two weeks. Like, he's not a he's not a number one. Yeah. So, don't, I don't put it all on Lamar, but the team is just overrated. So, I think the the, the Bengals, sorry, I think they're just kind of being overlooked. I think they'll end up winning that division this year. Mm, I have a Ravens ticket that I put in a couple weeks ago for them yep. to win the division. I think it was like plus 700 or something like that. So, uh, I'm looking forward to cashing that. Uh, and then you said the Cowboys overrated. Why so? Yeah, I think the Cowboys are overrated. Um, they played one competent team, the Packers, and they lost. They lost that game. They played Tampa Bay. Would they lose that game, like nineteen to three or twenty-one to three or something? Like Tampa mm-hmm. Bay is not a good, not a great team. They especially weren't a great team at that point in the season, right? They're mm-hmm. starting to figure it out. But I think they're just like maybe in that second or third tier. Like I think they yeah. can challenge uh, a couple, a couple <clears throat> of these teams in the NFC. But like put them up against the 49ers. they're not beating the 49ers in the playoffs. I don't even know if they beat the Eagles. I think that'd be a good game, though. We're going to see that this year, right? But, yeah, I think they're just being overrated. I mean, it's Dallas. They always, they're always overrated. They're on a pedestal, I think right? they have the best front four on the defensive side in all of football, right? Yep. They put so much pressure on. I think that that's a huge thing, right? You want to win in the trenches um, on both sides of the ball. And I think it, it's – I feel like the Niners, right? So the Niners beat the Cowboys in the playoffs last year based off Dak Prescott being done. Mm-hmm essentially right the cowboys should have won that game and went and played the rams to go to the super bowl and i think that the niners i was talking to somebody at work today about this but i think the niners ended up getting christian mccaffrey to combat that single pass rush they didn't need to get another running back they didn't need to give up anything else right like they had what what was good and could work but to neutralize a pass rush and i think they looked at the cowboys at this point of hey what was our problems last year you had the Rams and the Cowboys. Who's the problem this year? It's the Cowboys. The Eagles have a decent front four too, right? But it's not the Cowboys one. Like they, Michael Parsons is insane. He's the best. One of the. He's probably the best player. It's like him and T.J. Watt, probably the best players in the NFL that like completely dominate a position that nobody else can do, right? Like you have other quarterbacks who can. If they were on the Kansas City Chiefs with over five thousand yards, you know how many people are going to edge, edge rush and end up getting the quarterback what well, seems like every single play. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the Cowboys are actually underrated, and I think mm. it's just because of Philly's success. But I think that they're – like Philly might be one of – Philly could be a one and done in the playoff. You think uh, in the playoffs Dallas beats <clears throat> San Francisco this year? No. You think in the playoffs Dallas beats Tampa Bay this year? Yes. You think they do? Yeah. Mike McCarthy, you think he's yeah. going to outcoach anybody in the playoffs? Nope. I don't think so. But I think that the talent that they have on that defensive line, you get a stagnant Brady who cannot move whatsoever and nothing to come out of the backfield that is like going to 
to scare you, right? You know, you know how you neutralize uh, a Micah Parsons pass, r- pass rush? Playoff Lenny? You have Playoff Lenny just chip the shit <laughs> out of him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, think I, think, I think the Bucks have something the- for a second matchup with Dallas that they didn't have in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Todd White. If you watch him play, he's that guy. He's Tom Brady's little dump-off guy. You don't like it? No, because everybody was on him before the season, and then you just watch Leonard Fournette tear it up, and then you're going to watch it happen in the last few weeks of fantasy playoffs whenever he's playing that dude, and he's going to get three points. That's what's going to happen. So. Maybe. Leonard Maybe. Fournette is still the person there. He dominated. He's better at football than Rashad White. So <clears throat> just because someone's faster does not mean they're better at football. Move on. So when I made these notes, there was another quarterback change that happened, right? Sam Darnold, let's start with the one. We're going to touch on the other one, too. Sam Darnold has been named the starter for this week's home game against the Broncos and with the Carolina Panthers. How many pick sixes are are we betting that this dude throws? Are we just Broncos defense first to score? Broncos defense score a touchdown? Uh, Sam Darnold pick, right? Sam Darnold pick six. Whatever pops we can get on a pick six from Sam Darnold. Honestly, that's probably the play, right? Denver defense versus score, but the odds aren't going to be good because their offense sure as hell isn't going to do anything. Um, <laughs> They'll be like fucking plus 350. Yeah, like, what like, the what? fuck? <laughs> uh, they got the best defense, like the hardest defense to score against. They've allowed the fewest points uh, Denver's defense has. So good luck, Sam. Uh, I'm thinking two to three turnovers, possibly a touchdown mm-hmm. for the Denver defense. Um, it would certainly help the team because they're having a hard time getting over, what is it, 16 points this season Yeah, yeah on offense? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what about... Uh, you know, Zach Wilson, he gets benched by Robert Sala. We got Mike White coming in to play the, for the Jets this week. The Jets, six-point favorites. I think they're six-point favorite against the Bears sitting at home. Yep. The Jets to win by six. Do they do it with Mike White? And how many passing yards does Mike White throw for? Let's take into account he threw for like 6,000 of them in two games last year. <laughs> Uh, I'll think, I think they'll try to limit the mistakes that Mike White can make. Um, kind of what they were doing with Zach Wilson, right? He wasn't throwing very much. So i say probably like 200, maybe 225. Uh, the Bears, they're going to suck against this defense with or without Justin Fields. Because like if Fields does play, I think he's day-to-day right now is what they're calling it. Um, mm-hmm. Separated shoulder. Like He's not going to be running as much. If he does, he's not going to be you know forcing the issue, right? Trying to break tackles, getting 40 yards a clip. So... Yeah, I think they can cover this. Mike White will have a decent day. It's good news for like Elijah Moore, Tyler Conklin, Michael Carter, the running backs out of the backfield especially. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would take the Jets in this game, though. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to go for over 300. I think they're going to try to do something there to be able to, you know, perk up, see if Zach Wilson's a competitor or not, right? I don't think they're going to try to run the ball, control the game, play good defense. I think they're going to try to put up points. And... Um, maybe light a fire under the dude somehow and see how he responds and determine whether or not he's the guy there or not. Um, Six points seems like a lot. Justin Fields, I don't know why. So, like, when I was watching that game, I initially thought he, like, hurt his hamstring. I think he did. Right? Because that's when he stopped running. And I was like, wait, why is he... There's 20 yards of field on the right-hand side, and he's, like, he gets out there, and then he starts to, like, trickle back to look for someone to pass, right? And then all the reports came out where, like, a shoulder, separated shoulder, separated shoulder. Oh, it's his leg that's fucked up. So, I don't know. Maybe it just goes on to our, uh, you know, if you watch 
is Justin Fields, the worst quarterback in the NFL video on YouTube. Make sure you hit that like button and give us a comment what you think. Um, Tony's ridiculous takes. They're, they're out erroneous in that clip from the last podcast. But, uh, yeah, I think it just goes to show that you can't do that in the NFL. And no. I am right, and you are wrong. And this dude stinks. Hey, for fantasy, a quarterback <clears throat> wants to run 12, 13 times a game for 100 yards a game. Well, yes, please. But for you know NFL, what? NFL does not, fantasy, <laughs> fantasy, not quarter, fantasy quarterbacks don't stick around in the NFL for too long, right? If you're solely a fantasy quarterback, call it Kaepernick, Tim Tebow with his rushing upside and touchdowns and rushing. Cam it's Newton's all the same Cam Didn't Newton. Same thing. I, Cam Newton played pretty long. I mean, the early 30s got... is when he kind of washed out, right? Still. I we mean, talked about, get... like, there's quarterbacks in their mid to late 30s still playing. Tom Brady, 45. He doesn't run. He got he two new contracts, though. That's pretty pretty damn yeah. good. So Went to the Super Bowl and then cried because he got smoked. Bye. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Last weekend, Tony, uh, we started this thing where we're like, hey, on your podcast, the 58 West King podcast, available on all socials. And I saw you posting your audio on youtube again too which is pretty yep. cool you guys showed your little graph and that kind of stuff too so um at 58 west king podcast it's all linked down below in the description for you guys go click that subscribe everywhere listen to it give them hell because it's erroneous over there Please too do. it's terrible don't listen but listen um listen to give them the shit feedback and say you don't these guys don't even know football so uh yeah uh we started on your podcast you guys pick winners heads up Right, every yep. single week you've been doing good. You're beating the experts. You're beating that jack wagon who's pretty decent in Poland. Adam Rank who stood you up twice, three times. Uh, what's that? Once, twice, three times. A hater. Um, but we decided last week that we'd start doing uh, our top three bets that we would bet against the spread. We're not handicappers. We're not pros. We're just regular Joes who like to gamble and then get tilted and send 75 group texts you know within oh six minutes or whatever like that and next thing you know you got you know everybody on tilt so yeah. um and laughing at each other and one guy goes the opposite way you know when you think that the packers and you're like hey the packers are going to get a better line once the titans go down oh let the titans get a field goal here you'll get the packers at plus odds whatever like that bet the packers nope get smoked and then he just oh Packers, shut up <laughs> Fuck it, david richter can't even believe i gave you kudos last week uh, but we're doing the top three bets that we like against the spread. Look, we're not pros. Don't take our advice. Take our advice. What do you want to do? I don't care. Just tell us how bad we are. Give us engagement. So uh, with this, one of them has to be a Thanksgiving Day game, Tony. Yeah. All right. So give me – let's go snake style. You give me your top one. Or let's recap last week. You went with the Washington Commanders, the Vikings, and the Titans. You finished 2-1. and one. I went 0-3. Oh with the Jets and that fucking debacle. Like, you couldn't even tackle the guy. They can't even call a fucking block in the back. Man, a block, a block in the from back. the side. Every single punt return has a block in the back. <laughs> every single punt return. Watch all the tape. The all-22s, every time someone returns the punt, there's a punt block in the back. Hey, it was cold. Like Refs wanted to get the hell out of there. It was not from the side. It was bullshit. They were tired of dealing with it. They were like, we can't even show this game on TV anymore. Yeah. And it was like the national game of the week. They're like, yeah, we're just not going to show that anymore. And Our, uh, the ratings were terrible. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. They literally <laughs> took it off the TV. Matt, <laughs> like Mash, the third quarter. Mash, which they're already interrupting, would have gotten better ratings. They had to yeah. get it off the air. Yeah. It makes sense. The, the Jets debacle. 
the Broncos debacle. Their coaching is so bad that dude needs to be fired. Agreed. And Jeff Jeff Saturday takes that team to the playoffs. And I had the Vikings um, to cover also, and that obviously didn't go well. I went on three. Anyways, your top three bets start with one. We'll go snake style. You one, and then give me two, and then you two. Okay. They can uh, overlap, but that's just how we'll talk about it. For sure. So I, the first one's a Thanksgiving game. Uh, Detroit to cover. They're plus 9.5 on DraftKings and FanDuel. So you get the same line there. They're beating their over 70% of the time this season, which is good for second in the NFL. So give me Detroit to cover. Oh, that was one of the first ones that I thought about. Um, trying to move my little screen they won, here. They've won three straight. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. You know they are on the uh, largest winning streak in the NFC right now. I would not. I would not be. It's a. It's a row. shit show in the NFC. I initially had the Lions as one. Oh my god, I got the burps. I initially had the Lions as one of them, and then I changed that because for some reason, think about you're not as good as you were last week, and you're not as bad as you were last week, right? The Bills are probably the number one power rated team in the NFL. Maybe the Chiefs have overtaken them. They're they're power rated pretty high, right? Which is why you're getting nine and a half and they haven't been playing well. They had a snowstorm. They had to go to Detroit. They flew back to Detroit. They're going or they flew back to Buffalo. They're going back to Detroit. The Lions are on a run. It's a home Thanksgiving. It just feels like a trap to bet the Lions right there when everything should be the Bills way, right? Um that's why I, I, I initially had it down and I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna stay away from it. And I ended up going even bigger spread. I'm going with the Cowboys at uh, minus 10 against the New York Giants at home on Thanksgiving. Reason being is that the New York Giants are down four offensive linemen, right? Or one is questionable, three are definitely out. Daniel Jones is, I mean, it's just going to be terrible. Like, the the havoc is going to come. The team just got done you know, uh, blowing out one of the best, the team, I guess the best team in the NFC at the time, right? Is them and the Eagles essentially. But I, I feel like it's just going to be something that is like, all right, we're going to show you someone on this team's going to get the turkey leg or something like that. So I like that one too, because not only are they down several offensive linemen, including, I believe, Evan Neal, right? Mm-hmm. First, first round draft pick, um, one of their first round draft picks, but also Wandale Robinson done for the year. Yeah. Right, he tore a ligament, so they're down to Darius Slayton and I think Richie James at receiver. Uh, Kenny Galladay, dude's an afterthought, right? So, <laughs> not much to throw against. Um, the good thing I, is, is that uh, Kenny Galladay sits on the outside, and you get Darius Slayton over the middle with ten targets a game, and he's on my fantasy team. So oh, it's good for Slayton's target, yeah, target, <laughs> uh, prospects for sure. Yeah, like he's just gonna have to catch. I'm gonna hope to get like twelve PPR points out of him. Either, and he's going to have three yards because they're all just going to be bubble screens that he catches and can't go anywhere. It's going to be wild. Yeah. Um, all right. My second one, um, I am, I'm going off of Thanksgiving now. This just feel, oh my God. I keep betting against this team and they're going against a team that I keep betting against also. Right. But they have probably the best coach in the NFL in Mike Vrabel. I am going to take the Tennessee Titans at home. They're two-and-a-half-point dogs at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Why should the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Tennessee Titans? These guys are in my underdog uh, round-robin bet this week. There's – I don't – I don't know why 
the Titans should be an underdog against almost anybody, but maybe the Bills, maybe the Chiefs. Even then, they beat those guys, right? Last season, the year before, regular season. I pick them against the night. Like, they're just that well coached, and they just, they do their job, right? Like, they they run the ball down your throat until you give up, essentially. They don't turn the ball over. They play (laughs) solid defense. Yeah. I like them a lot. I like that I, got, I like both I of those. Titan, Titans two and a half. Uh, my second one is Kansas City covering against the Rams. I don't usually jump <laughs> on double digit. I don't, I don't usually jump on double digit uh, spreads because they're scary. They scare me. Uh, this one's 14 and a half on DK, 15 and a half on Fan. I would even take the 15 and a half. Right, I can I'm see giving, this being. It's 15 and a half when we're dude, going off. 15. I can see this game being like 30 to three. Uh, Wolf, no, oh no Stafford, God. no Walford, no Cup. More offensive linemen are injured. All like everyone's just getting injured. I don't even. Sean McVay might have a. Con- he's in the concussion protocol. He's probably not going to coach. Like I don't. <laughs> Rams are such a disaster right now, which is good for next season. Schedule is going to be soft, but man, mm. yeah. Give me, give me like. Let me tease that up. Let me tease it up to uh, what, what? What can we get out of that? Twenty-one point five minus twenty-one and a half. You get some better odds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Your, your last one. The other one is San Fran to cover against New Orleans. It's mm. up there. It's a nine and a half on DK, eight and a half on FanDuel. Probably take yep. FanDuel. Take the better. We'll you, you're eight and a half there. Okay, take the better line there. Um, New Orleans stinks. Uh, what they beat the Rams recently, right? Mm-hmm. Barely. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 27-20. Um, they lost to the Steelers by 10 a week prior. And in week nine, they lost to Baltimore 13-27. Yeah. None of those teams are complete, right? Complete football teams right now or at the time. But San Fran's a complete team. We already talked about them probably underrated yeah. wherever you have them rated it probably needs to be higher right they should be the favorites coming out of the nfc um san fran should cover this though i like i like this one yeah uh <clears throat> i want a big i want to take a big spread too but i'm not going to um i'll give you my honorable mentions here okay. after but i'm going to take monday night football the pittsburgh steelers at the indianapolis colts steelers are a two and a half point dog i th- I bet this one. I just bet the money line. I don't even want to take the points. I think that the Steelers beat them. The Steelers' offense is starting to click a little bit more, right? They came off the bye, and they got Kenny Pickett a little bit more reps on practice and stuff like that. He seemed to be a little bit more fluent, understanding of the offense, getting the wide receivers involved. Najee got a little bit of room. Um, And the Colts have put out two very valiant efforts the last two weeks, right? They get a new coach. You play hard, this, this, this. They're due for a letdown, and no better coach to do it against than Mike Tomlin. I don't know why, like, the Colt, like, we like Jeff Saturday, right? We root for the guy because he gets shit on by the media and stuff like that, right? But at no point should the Colts be a favorite against pretty much anybody in the league. If Frank Wright was there, they'd be a dog because it's like, these guys stink, right? And then they got someone that they believe doesn't coach as well or whatever like that they have a lot riding on it i think that the momentum that they have going on which i don't believe in momentum personally but i don't believe in it for myself but um which is weird because i think i do that's for another episode but it's that, uh it's that interim head coach bump look what uh rick Bisacci did last year with the raiders yeah i don't think they had any business being in the playoffs right like yeah. beginning the season with john gruden they were they were a disaster but Bisaccia comes in lots of controversy the team's marred in controversy they make a run. They make the playoffs. They get bounced by the Bengals, but yeah, you could see something similar happening to uh, Jeff Saturday. Jeff Sunday, 
and the Colts. Jeff, so Jeff, Jeff Sunday. Sunday. Right. Hashtag Jeff Sunday. That's got to be trending, right? If not, let's start it. I made it up. I didn't see that shit anywhere. So let's let's look it up. Let's let's get that started. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take the that. Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers two and a half. My honorable mentions here: Seahawks minus three and a half at home against the Raiders. The Raiders suck. They stink. Like they're just not a good football team. They're one of the worst coached football teams as well. I had the Miami Dolphins minus 13 and a half against the Houston Texans. The Dolphins can just yeah. put up points, right? And I think that over-unders uh, sitting, where is it sitting at? It's sitting at 46 and a half right now. I would take the under on that because yeah. they could possibly win like, I don't know 42 to three. Yeah, something like that, right? It's like, it seemed to be a common thread. Yeah. I had that one there. Uh, the Commanders minus four against the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons got a boost because they kept a score tight last week based off a of kickoff return, which is more than likely never going to happen again. And um, the Jaguars plus four against the Ravens because the Ravens just don't seem to have it. So those were my honorable mentions. Okay. I had Tennessee, uh, Seattle uh, as well. Yeah. Lined up just in case. Cool. Let's move on to a draft, Tony. Look, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Most people are probably going to be listening to this on Thanksgiving because why wouldn't you want to listen to this family-friendly show on fucking Thanksgiving? Um, <laughs> or after. Maybe you're out Black Friday shopping, right? You're getting your podcast in. You got your earphone, your AirPods in. You don't want to hear all the people hustling and bustling, arguing or whatever, fighting over yep. TVs and stuff that only go up to 720 um, in 2022. Um, but you're going to need gifts to buy, Tony. Mm-hmm. The holiday season's here, Christmas. We're thinking about what do we get somebody, right? And we just can't get each other heartfelt gifts. That's kind of like insert bleep here for saying the word. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can't get each other heartfelt gifts. You got to get each other gag gifts, right? Fantasy mm-hmm. football is about shitting on your buddies, talking trash, and then putting them in awkward situations like this podcast right now. So our draft this week is going to be the top five gag gifts for Christmas. I'll go first. You like the turn? Yeah. I'm going to buffer all of these picks with, there's a website called thisiswhyimbroke.com. And it's just the most ridiculous shit, whatever, with a bunch of links on where to go buy stuff, right? So this is where I got all of them. So if you want to go look, uh, you know, you see something here that you like, you can go to thisiswhyimbroke.com. Not a sponsor, no free ads. I might bleep it out. The number one gag gift that I'm going to pick is a sexy lamp. So a sexy lamp, Tony. They have these things. There's a there's a link. I'll pub. I might just try to link all the stuff that I found down in the description or whatever like Shit. that. They're not affiliate links. I may be, need to figure out how to do an affiliate link, but I maybe later on I'll edit that but, and put that in there. But the sexy lamp. They have all kinds, Tony. Like, you got the leg lamp, like you got, you know, or whatever in the yeah. Christmas story. But they also have, they also have these, uh, these boob wall mounted lights that you just tap. So when you walk by, you just tap this tip that's like stuck to your wall, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get them in all different cup sizes. So whatever you like, you, I mean, you can have like a 38D hanging off the side of your wall and you just, slap it right on the nipple it turns on the light you can walk down the hallway they got these ones that are like full-size butts essentially right that like from the from the bottom of the you know the butt cheek area of the leg all the way up to the part of the waist 
Yeah. And they have them in all different colors. So you just put those on your nightstand. You wake up, you slap the ass, the light turns on, you can see where you're going. Get your friends a sexy lamp. I'm on the website right now. There's some ridiculous stuff. <laughs> the third, the third item down is a, uh, it's a butt plug and it's a taco holder. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, that's good. You got two picks coming up, Tony. Damn it! I, got, I shouldn't have said the site name. Beep. Um, I've already got my picks. You didn't. Okay. You didn't. Okay. You're not gonna take a single one of mine, guaranteed. Okay. Uh, first one, we'll start at vanilla, right? Uh, one of those bags of hard candy that's kind of shaped like male genitalia. That's usually a good <laughs> one to get things going, right? May have, someone in this league may have sent one or two bags out to random people. We're still trying to get to the bottom of that. Yep. That was a long time. Was, was that in New Mexico Did when you? someone was doing that? No, it was. Um, I was in California when I was hearing about all this controversy. I think you guys are a bunch of people that were in uh, in Colorado, and Where then. The receiver, Wayne, R.I.P., um, One-Eyed Wayne, was in Maryland. And legend has it that Wayne was getting gummy dicks sent to his house in the mail. And one day he came home from work and his his toddler daughter was eating gummies. And he's like, oh, and he goes and looks at his toddler daughter's eating the gummy dicks or whatever. Because they're actual gummies, right? Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, my goddamn daughter ate 40 dicks today. <laughs> I don't know who said those, but uh, uh, that guy should be punished. Yeah, so. we got to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Wayne. He couldn't be uh, here with us today. Yeah, he couldn't be here with us today. So. He's still alive. He's just, he couldn't podcast. <laughs> He's not dead. Uh, so I got another pick here. Yeah. What order do I want to go in? I don't even know. I'll just go in the order I typed him up. Uh, a jar of coleslaw. <laughs> I almost, like it had tons of mayonnaise in this. I almost gagged just typing yeah. that up. So that's my second one. You don't like coleslaw? Disgusting. Why? Oh, it makes me want to throw up. I, I do not like it. Yeah, too much mayonnaise. Way too much mayonnaise. Not mm -hmm. a huge fan of cabbage either. Ooh, I'm a big cabbage guy. Yeah. All right. So uh, my number two, right? And these are things that you definitely send your buddies, right? Um, and this is actually a nice one, right? This is something that helps boost the self-esteem of your buddy. It might get you get your buddy a little more action when he goes out on a Friday night. Shout out Julian. Um but they're called the show-off socks. So the show-off sock is like a, a long white tube stock, right? And you wear it. But as your pant leg comes up, it reveals an image of what looks like meat hanging down the side in the shape of uh, an erection or soft genitalia gland. So it looks like your cock is hanging all the way down to the bottom of your pant leg. And it's comical, right? You might be the guy, you know, this is a game of inches. Ask the Jets, 2.7 inches of play oh in the second half. Tony likes all the small things, right? Thinking about all the small things on this podcast. Um, but yeah, the show the show off sock because you get a wiener on it. You really can't wear it anywhere. Like you might, you'll want to wear it, right? But you really can't. And that's what kind of makes scat gifts like really good. Like you yeah. can't really pull them out, but you want to, you know, but you're going to get in trouble. It's fun around the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to explain to your kids what the hell's on your sock. Rocket. I'm in the space force. <laughs> um, penetrating ozones. Um, all right. My number three is going to be custom undies with your face on the front of them. So imagine, Tony, you get a pair of good boxers or something like that. Some boxer briefs, right? They fit really good. I mean, a good poly blend type material keeps it light. You don't get a bunch of sweat yeah. there. You're 
you're manscaped, you're using a little ball deodorant, lotion stuff, whatever, you're, you're feeling good, you're looking good, and then you pull down your, your pants, you're getting ready to have a good old time for the night, and there's Nate just like on the front <laughs> of your crotch. It's the best, it's the best thing. And you know what? We all, as, as dudes, right? I mean, I don't know how it is for people that are married. You guys probably got laundry service and stuff like that going on. But as a single dude, I got to do my own laundry. And the time that I know that I have to do my own laundry is when I run out of underwear. Like That's when I do laundry, right? So can you imagine this is the last pair of underwear? You're ready to go out for a night. You forgot to do some laundry. Mm-hmm. You go, and then you're going to get some action. And there's your homie's face right on the front of your crotch. It's perfect. Do these come like in reversible? Can you get like like Nate on one side, cotton on the other? Because <laughs> everybody knows like you don't just wear underwear once, right? You wear them once normal, then you turn them inside out. You got two wears at least. I heard you had hair. four. Well, that's if you want to like go on a road trip. You want to pack light, <laughs> in, normal, inside out, and then you just flip them around and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Pro tip. All right. Nice. You got two. So I'm starting to think I uh, misunderstood uh, the point of this, but uh, <laughs> my third one is uh, a Whataburger cheeseburger. Really anything off their menu makes oh, you gag, makes you throw terrible. up. That's terrible. Yeah, disgusting. We got a second location opening up uh, like within minutes of my house. There's one on mm. Dublin. We were about to have one on Constitution. Like, <laughs> it's disgusting. Get that there- crap back in Texas. We don't want it. There's one in Dublin, on Dublin too? Yeah, right there by Chick-fil-A and the new uh, Panera. Yeah. It's disgusting, man. It's so gross. It's Don't like it. Imagine imagine being, you know, like the Los Angeles Rams and trying to move closer to the San Francisco 49ers. It's just not going to end out, end up well for you. <laughs> and that's what Whataburger's doing to In-N-Out. They just try to put them right across the street from each other. And it's like, it's just not, you're going to, you're going to get your feelings hurt. You're going to get your feelings hurt. You got another one. Anyways, uh, my fourth one, a tonsil examination. If you, ever, if you ever had the doctor in there with that like that stick to push your tongue down, like you're gonna gag, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you got some tonsillitis going on, but like you're gonna <laughs> gag, possibly yeah. throw up on the doctor. So that's number nice. four. Nice. Yep. I'm interested to see what your number five gag gift is. So. You'll like the fifth one. I think yeah. that you'll get a kick out of the fifth one. Yeah. Um. All right, I got two left, and. So I will go with, look, Tony, we're men. We play fantasy football. What is it that we do? Shit with the door open. Next. Uh, Make our own beef jerky. So when you're making your own beef jerky for $225, you can get a pair of beef jerky underwear. Really? Swear to God, I, my, (laughs) I even looked up the price. I got the prices for all of these things, right? The show-off socks are 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. We've got variable prices for the sexy lamp ranging from 85 anywhere up to like five, $600 for the big butt ones. If you want a Brazilian one or something like that. Uh, your custom undies with the face on it, 20 bucks. Beef jerky underwear, $225. I don't know if it's like elk or something like that, but maybe you can cut the price down. You can come yeah. up and manufacture your own beef jerky first and say, hey, I want to make some undies out of this. You get them all kinds of ways. It's it's a thing, apparently. So I'm going to go with the beef jerky underwear. I mean, it's also got a use to it, right? Like You could just sit there and you know, eat your own shorts or whatever like that. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty good, but $225 worth of beef jerky beef underwear. Jerky underwear. What is the uh, the hard candy, like thongs <clears throat> you could buy from Spencer's? I remember seeing oh, those back yeah. in the day. Yeah. 
Good like stuff. the like the candy necklace types or yep. whatever that we have. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then my last one is going to be, you know, we got we got a guy in this league, Brandon, and his favorite band, Nickelback. Yep. Right. Nickelback is his favorite band. You can get a look at this photograph picture frame. It's got the guy from Nickelback as a body holding out a picture frame that you can put your family in or whatever like that. It's pretty comical. So good. It'll, it'll run you $32 out there on the interwebs. You might get free shipping. You know, hey, it's Black Friday. Get out there and get these steals. See if yep. you can get you a, um, you know, a, a look at this photograph picture frame by Nickelback. It's pretty good. <laughs> put good. that in your house. <clears throat> One of the meme templates I have, like, just queued up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last pick? Yep. All right. Any mention of the Houston Astros? Likely uh, to throw up? Guaranteed to gag. <laughs> yeah, that is that is definitely good. That's gross. Bye. Yeah. All right, let's recap, and then we'll go into honorable mentions. So yeah. top five gag gifts for this coming up Christmas. I got the sexy lamp, show-off socks, custom undies, uh, with my face on them or your face on them, whoever you want to you put your own face on it, give it to somebody. You got the beef jerky underwear because we're men and we shit with the door open. Picture frame by by Nickelback. The look at this photograph, yep. picture frame. Tony's things that he wants for gagging. Uh, you got dick candies. You got a jar of coleslaw because of all the mayonnaise. You got the Whataburger cheeseburger. Terrible. You got a tonsil examination. And any mention of the Houston Astros is definitely a gag gift yeah. for anybody this Christmas. Do you have any honorable mentions? I didn't. I just brought those five. Uh, assumed <clears throat> you wouldn't come close to them. Yeah, I had six. The other one was there's these uh, for ten bucks, right? A bar you can get these poop soap bars that look like <laughs> a fucking turd, essentially, but they like smell really good, like yeah. vanilla or something like that. But they're in the shape of a turd, so pretty comical there. There you go. <sighs> Last segment here before we get out of here, Tony. Rants and raves. You got a rant or rave coming into out of this week with the understanding that it is Thanksgiving. I got a I got a uh, a rant. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'll be I'll I've already been thankful. I was thankful for a lot of things at the beginning <laughs> of this about an hour ago. I'm gonna rant about these auto drafters in your fucking league, man. They're both mm-hmm. in the playoffs right now. One's like the three seed, the other's like the six seed. Mm-hmm. Like I understand once you get in season, like these guys are doing roster management, they're making start sit, what whatever, whatever, right? They're you know making fab bids, whatever. Pick your guys in the draft, build your roster. There's like that's the rest of it, right? Snipe yep. your opponents. You're be there with us, right? You're on the clock. You got two minutes. Go a minute and a half, whatever it is. Like you're letting the computer do that. You're letting the algorithm build your roster. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not just going to take the top ranked player every time, right? Otherwise, you'd end up with like five running backs, five receivers. There's an mm-hmm. algorithm that builds your roster for you to make it like the most efficient roster out there. You're a coward if you're not doing that. I don't care if you have other arrangements, right? Nate goes out of his way to make sure that everyone's available when we draft in this league. Just I'm like Nate. probably, yeah, just like probably most commissioners do. You have no excuse. And I'm glad Nate is addressing this in the offseason. No auto so pissed. No more auto drafts. My playoff spots. Live draft. I don't give a shit if you live across the globe, maybe in Germany, potentially by next fantasy football season. Coming to Colorado. Make it work. No. I do want to try to do that. Like that's why I don't mind drafting like July 
August, you know, super early or whatever like that. Like if we could do a meetup or something like that and draft our teams or whatever, uh, at that point, that would be pretty cool. But yeah, everybody's got to be in the draft next year. Um, it just, one, it just makes it more fun. We could all get in the room, have a good time with each other or whatever like that. Um, yeah. It just makes it a better experience. Uh, I am going to, I guess, give out a good old Thanksgiving thankful rave to one of our commenters out on YouTube. So we had this listener comment, kind of got in a conversation with this dude over YouTube. Um, talked about all the viewership and the subs and all that kind of stuff. But Lou It's Mad on YouTube uh, wrote a comment saying that he had Connor and D-Hop. He was down 20 points on Monday Night Football getting in there. I assume this dude got the dub, right? D-Hop had somewhere around 20 points for me on my team. Connor got six summer or whatever like that. He didn't mention anybody else. But we were going to kind of go back and forth in some of the comments and stuff like that. He was talking about, oh, it's the worst. Uh, I think it was Justin Fields one or something like that that we were talking about. And he was like, oh, I had to go against him. Hope he's not playing or whatever like this. Hope he doesn't go off. And then just kind of start talking fantasy in it or whatever like that. And it was pretty cool to engage with somebody that's just random out there who liked one of our videos, right? Um, complete stranger. Don't know who it is. They didn't have a profile picture, nothing like that, you know, or whatever. I don't know if you watch any of the other videos. I think once we started posting those shorts, we started getting a lot more videos or views on the other videos and too. Some of the ones that are up in like the 40s and stuff like that, which is pretty cool for just posting a fucking video, right? Like there's a lot of stuff to put into the, you know, into the descriptions and into the tags and stuff that it belongs into, right? To come up and search or whatever like that. But uh, shout out to Lou It's Mad on YouTube for uh, commenting on this week's videos being the most active engaged you know watcher i guess you would say or viewer or whatever like that so um before we get out of here let's pay some homage 58 west king podcast tony that's you and matt over there uh what do you guys got going on here coming pretty soon you talked about another episode or something like that beforehand yep just pushed that uh, early this morning uh, i don't know one o'clock in the morning it was early it was super early or yeah. super late but uh that's our week 12 picks we pushed them out before thanksgiving uh we're batting about I don't know, 6.30, 6.40. You know, we're up there with guys like Jeff Ratcliffe, dudes behind a paywall, right? We're batting better than Adam Rank, Cynthia Freeland, people who get paid to do this to give out advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing it for free just because we have fun doing it. And we're not yep. copying their picks. So go check that out. That's available on all pa- podcasting platforms. We're also posting uh, full episodes on YouTube again. We stopped doing that for a while. Uh, so those are available. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter, IG, and even TikTok, though I haven't posted anything yet. I will soon. Uh, that's all at 58W King Podcast. Yeah. You get check all those links down below as well, too. Also, go check out the Whiskey Fit Podcast that is hosted by one of our managers here at the Milford Academy. And Terrence Dunn, uh, new episode coming 2024 uh, with the Trump Whoa. camp. Nope. That just got pushed. It got delayed to twenty uh, spring 2025 now. If you're spring talking about the Fri- Friday Night Lights. Oh, shit. Yeah, I just got word. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. Nah, go check that out if you like movies. Uh, like, understand a little bit about whiskey, too. But you'll learn every, anything you want about a movie. Yeah, you just look for the title, whatever, and all those past ones. Uh, go check out the Die Hard is not a Christmas movie episode. Uh, that is one of the first ones in that or whatever. It's pretty good. It's got me and Tony in there. We have a fan fight. And I'm right. Tony's wrong. It's pretty much the normal thing here, just like why I'm 0-3. But I was still right. And he's 2-1 and on these uh, bets against the spread. Uh, be sure to, you know, 
subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're listening, watching, or whatever like that. Leave a comment, like the video. Um, rate us on Apple and Spotify. You can rate on Spotify now, Tony, like you did for Apple Podcast. That was not a all thing that. for all the years or whatever like that. So go leave us a review. Let us know. Engage with us. If you want to ask us questions, ask us questions. Maybe we'll find a part and move one of these parts of the segments out or whatever like that. And, you know, revamp the podcast. It's moved and revamped quite a bit over the years, right? We started back in 2018. Um, Trey was talking the other day. The before we get out, the audacity of Trey to think that he's going to be on the 100th episode. He just like reserved himself. Like, yeah, I'm waiting for the 100th episode to get on when I asked. Like, yo, anybody want to get on? Right. And he said he was listening to episode one because Trey was the first one to get on. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was listening to it. Oh, it's so hard to listen to. Like, I'm like, I want to go edit it. No. Like, I need <laughs> to remember when I feel bad about like what we put out one day or I'm not confident in like what we did or don't feel good about it post edit. Just go listen yeah. to episode one and be like, we're doing a lot better man like this is where we came from it's it's pretty magical like we just put a couple microphones in front of us and figured it out and no editing no not knowing how to do anything is super super dry um but it's good to see where it comes from right you got to keep those out there so um but yeah make sure you subscribe on all pop podcast platforms wherever you're listening whatever like that share with a friend you know i think it's pat mcafee says be a friend share be a friend tell a friend i think is what he does I'm sorry, Tony. We are at an hour ten right now. I have one thing to say. I don't know if you listen to Pat McAfee's show. Uh, on and off. I'm not mm-hmm. a regular. So you go back to Tuesday's episode, right, of this week. So two days ago or yesterday, that they clip it out, right, and they talk about the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I don't know where he's getting his content from, but a month ago on one of these platforms, it was either me or yours. Mm-hmm. Someone with great hair. A decent beard, a pimple right here, wearing a UCCS sweater, said the Niners are going to – Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come in here and fuck around and win a Super Bowl. Then what do the Niners do? They got to resign him, right? I mean, they did the whole segment on it yesterday about how Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come in here, fuck around – like exact words, fuck around and win a Super Bowl. I threw my headphones out of my ears like, God damn it, the son of a bitch is listening to Taco Corp because – he just said exactly what I said. And they had like a whole thing talking to Darius Butler about it. So shout out Pat McAfee for being a listener, uh, loyal subscriber to the podcast. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get out of here. We got to do a banger of the week, Tony. Look, tomorrow, we did an episode last week about all the things you shouldn't talk about during Thanksgiving, right? Top five things. So you got 10 things over there. A couple honorable mentions. The YouTube video's out there. I don't know if you've seen the thumbnail for it. I thought it was pretty good. Don't say it. these things. And then the he's back thing because it's trending on Twitter right now. Yeah with the former president on there right no views no not a person listen to it like <laughs> fuck uh, that was a bad thumbnail uh didn't get any attention but look there's one song that's ever been made that you could never be in a bad mood with no matter what is going like your mother could you could just watch your mother burn in a fire and this song comes on you can't be sad Mm-mm. I walked into the gas station. I was having a shitty day the other day. It came on, boom, put it on my Spotify, put it in the car. Apparently, my kids know the song. And they start singing it, right? And I was like, oh, this is a feel-good song. Everybody's going to need a feel-good song. You're at Thanksgiving tomorrow. You're arguing with your family about your left and their right, or you're a dude, or you're a they, or you're a chicken, or whatever you want to say, right? Just play this song. Uptown Girl, Billy Joel, love you, bye. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Love you. Bye.